All right, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Chris Carter, and I'm the executive director of the Bankhead Theater. And I'm here today with Gabby Moreno, who is coming going to be joining us at the Bankhead on Friday, December 2nd at uh, 8 p.m. You can get tickets online at livermorearts.org. And uh, we're super excited to have Gabby come with the uh, Gabby Moreno Quartet. And um, I'll just say a little bit about Gabby, and we're going to get right in. We've got a lot of, uh, I have a lot of questions, Gabby. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to learning more about you, but uh, I'll give a quick background for those who are interested. Uh, since moving to Los Angeles from her native Guatemala, singer, songwriter, and producer Gabby Moreno has released seven full-length records, earned a Grammy nomination for her album Illusion, and also received multiple Latin Grammy nominations. And you won a Latin Grammy, correct, for Best New Artist in, in uh, 2013. She's also uh, received an Emmy nomination for co-writing the Parks and Rec theme song. So I definitely want to ask you about that. Uh, yeah. In 2006, uh, you took the grand prize in the John Lennon songwriting contest, which is very cool. Yeah. And uh, you also sing the theme song and uh, voice a character uh, in the multi-Emmy award-winning Disney children's television series, Elena of Avalar, uh, which features Disney's first Latin princess, which is great. Um, and you've also shared the international stage with pop music luminaries such as Bono, Andrea Bocelli, Tracy Chapman, Annie DeFranco, Punch Brothers, Hugh Laurie, Buena Vista Social Club, Calexico, David Gray, and many more. So I'm super excited that you're coming to our stage uh, in uh, just a few weeks. And Gabby, I got to tell you, um, I'm, I've become a big fan of your music uh, oh, recently. You. Uh, I have the pleasure of, of curating all the programs that we do here at our theater. And uh, uh, originally when I was uh, uh, working on this season and, and your, your name came across my desk and I uh, started listening to your music and I was getting really excited about the possibility of bringing you here. And uh, I, it doesn't happen often. you know, I, I, I get excited about a lot of the performers that we bring through, but in particular, I love discovering things uh, for myself, and I've really enjoyed uh, just getting to uh, get, going through your catalog and, and listening to all your music. And oh. I've been trying to figure out how do I uh, how describing your style because you're you're a little bit eclectic. So how would you <laughs> kind of talk about what what your style is musically? It's always it's always so hard for me to describe that, but. Um... I, I came up with a, with a phrase, I think, in the last few years. And I think that pretty much sums it up. And it's um, Spanglish folk soul. So I don't know if that says anything. But, you know, this basically <laughs> says that I, I always will sing in Spanish and English. And then that I have, I love, you know, folk music and everything that comes with it, like the Americana world. Yeah. Um, but then I also love soul music and blues and jazz and those those styles. So I don't know. It's it's a bit of like those two worlds. Well, you, it's funny. Sometimes I was I was listening to some of your music and I kept hearing. Sometimes I'd hear the Beatles. Sometimes <laughs> I'd hear like Nina Simone. Um, sometimes I'd hear a little Bob Dylan. And sometimes you know it, there was just something it was always a little bit different every time, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I, my feeling is you, I, I, I heard that you originally started singing just in English or performing in English. And then you, yeah. 
tell me a little bit about that. So, so growing up in, in Guatemala, I mean, I was listening, of course, to everything that my parents were listening to, or that was on the radio, that was mostly pop music that was coming from Mexico City. Um, actually, it's in Mexico City, just Mexico in general, but also other parts of Latin America, of course. Um, and just, you know, yeah, I liked it, but it, it wasn't something that, it wasn't music that was like connecting with me on a deeper level. Um, until I I got I, I made a trip with my family to New York and I let, I, I heard mu- blues music for the first time. And I remember that that was the moment when I where I said, oh my God, what is this? Like it's speaking to me in a way that no other music had ever done before. So that's where it kind of began, you know, that's where I started writing and mm-hmm. playing guitar and and really got serious about music about about writing music about singing and in um you know in, in a specific genre and i remember thinking oh this this could never sound cool in spanish you know it's just it's not authentic like i have to sing in english if i want to start singing the blues or something soulful or jazz and so for some reason i you know i thought that was what you know what it what had to be done and um i started writing songs in english really. mm-hmm. and and started finding you know finding ways to like come here to this to to the states and be in music here and um i got super lucky i was i was signed to a label and then i enrolled in a music school and that was my ticket to to come here to the U.S. and on a student visa, and you know, just immediately I started working and um, exclusively I was singing in English. Yeah, it wasn't until like years later that somebody said to me, like, you know what, you should like try to unearth some of those older songs, like boleros and. Um, songs that your parents and your grandparents like were listening to and see if like you know you can sing some of that stuff and uh, and I remember I did it uh, at a show here in LA uh, at a little club called Largo where I was doing a little residency with a friend of mine and and people came up to me afterwards and said that that music is really special what was the first one what was the first song you sang it's a song that I still sing to this day is uh, Quizás yeah yeah i, I love think, that song i really I do, do too i think yeah. that might have been the first one i heard when i was listening to you that was the first one that came up That's and so, what, yeah and i i recorded it and i, I kind of did my own version of it and yeah i realized you know i can i can take this music and make it my own and yeah. then also i started writing in spanish and and finding my own my own voice and my own style with it you know so when you were growing up in Guatemala, what, is guitar, first of all, is guitar like your primary instrument? Yeah, it's really yeah. My, my, yeah, I would say it's my only instrument. I mean, I play a little piano, I know yeah. chords and everything, but I, I'm not comfortable enough to like play it on stage. Like I feel very, very comfortable with the guitar. Great. Uh, me too. I love guitar, by the way. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as you were growing up in Guatemala, uh, kind of what, when did you start uh, performing pretty early on in life or what was your kind of impetus for getting into this, this crazy industry? 
Yeah, I started there at a very, very young age because so my father was a promoter in Guatemala. He would bring mm -hmm. artists from different parts of Latin America to do concerts in Guatemala. Pretty big artists. Like one time he brought Ricky Martin and and he asked me to like open for him when I was 10 oh. years old, just because I was already singing. And, you know, he, he was like, he thought that was a good idea. <laughs> and I actually really enjoyed it. So I, I remember like, at that age, really, at, when I was 10, 11, I was already singing at festivals, mm -hmm. telethons, uh, opening for artists, just anywhere I could. And I and I really loved it. And my mother was, uh, and still is, a radio personality in Guatemala. She still has a radio show. And, but she's been in radio and TV since she was very young, too. So, so both of my parents were in that world, in the entertainment world, and then that really helped, and they were very supportive, and they were always looking for opportunities for me to sing wherever I could. Yeah. Um, were you pretty comfortable on the stage, even at that age? Yeah, yeah. I remember, I mean, the first time, of course, you know, I was really, I think I was nine or something, and I was really scared, but then I remember when I got on stage and I started singing that all that went away and and I remember telling my mom like oh I want to do this again please like then I would beg them to like find other places for me to sing like I really really loved it and I yeah. I remember thinking at that age already that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life wow but by the way just an aside I've, I've been to Guatemala twice oh uh, to Antigua which nice. is a beautiful city so, yeah, it's really beautiful there. Yeah, it's a long time ago, but uh, I still remember it really uh, fondly. It's a really beautiful yeah. city. Um, Love that too. I uh, so net so you moved to the states. Uh, you had a a couple of records. Um, one thing I saw recently was a video of you performing um, with the uh, National Symphony. Yes, Kennedy yeah. Center. Tell me about that. That was amazing. Uh that that was. Yeah, for sure, up there. One of the highlights of, of my career. Um, I was asked to do that um, because Ben Folds was, or is, is, he still does this. He, he curates this night called um, NSO Declassified. And he invites two or three artists to sing, you know, two songs with the NSO and uh, I met him because I had I, I did this show with Chris Thiele, um called Live From Here. Mm -hmm. And Ben Foles was one of the guests. And so we connected there and he was very sweet and we, we, we stayed in touch. And then one day he just asked me, he's like, hey, you know, I do this thing with the NSO. Would you like to come and sing a couple of your songs? And I was like, oh, my God, this is the first time that I'm singing with an orchestra like this. Uh, and it was an absolute, absolute dream come true, really. Uh, I can't even tell you what, what I felt just being on that stage with that orchestra behind me. And it, it was just me, just me with my acoustic guitar mm -hmm. band. So uh, and a, a really, really incredible experience. Well, it, the song I saw you singing was Till Waking Light, which I absolutely loved it. Um, did you write that one? I did yeah. a few years ago. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's a very that's a very powerful song uh, that I I felt like I needed to put out there. Yeah. Uh, it it it's um, it's 
told from from like the the point of view of a family of immigrants trying to make their way to the United States just to try trying to find a safe space trying to find shelter running away from you know horrible things we've all heard those heartbreaking yeah. stories and it's just something that I that I felt like I you know I needed well, to it, into it's something. a great song and I love how you sing it in English and Spanish throughout the song there's yeah. something about that style that I think is just not many people do that uh which I it's just a great tribute to you and that that's a was a great call on that song so kudos thank to you. you thank you thank you um by the way uh Ben Folds was here uh in September we we had him that's right he yeah. sent me he sent me a photo of this giant poster with my face on it and he's <laughs> like who is this and I was like oh my god where are you what, what is this he's like oh, oh that's awesome yeah yeah he was great <laughs> we loved him he he performed with uh for our gala with the symphony oh, yeah um amazing. but uh to be oh. honest you know I, I I've we we have about 50 to 60 shows here a year that we present. And I think just based on uh, listening to your, your music, your your performance coming up is one of the ones I'm most excited for. So oh, thank I'm you. That means so much. Very, yeah. very happy to to have you. Can you tell me a little bit about your kind of your process for songwriting or your, your creative process? Like how do you come up with your um ideas for these songs do you are you always writing lyrics out or does the music come a little bit easier how does that work for you for me um specifically the the, the music seems to come uh first I'll, I'll always be with my instruments and i'll have like an idea a musical idea and then i'll start humming a melody and then the music sort of dictates what i want to write about you that the music di dictates the yeah. mood the emotion, like if it's going to be a, a an introspective song, a sadder song, or just you know, or something a bit more fun, or whatever. Um, usually, that's that's what I would say. Like okay. eighty percent of the time, that's how it happens. Um, sometimes, though, I'll have uh, an assignment. Someone, someone will be like, "Hey, we need a song about this," and so like, okay, so as well you know, come up with, with an idea with the lyrics first and then think about the music. Is that hard to do or is it starting to come a little bit easier for you? Um, it's a bit of a challenge, I would say. It, yeah. it usually happens when it's movies, when, I've, when I have to write songs for movies or, or you know, or a, a TV show or something like that, something specific, Yeah. Um, which I have, I have done recently. But um it's yeah. I mean, it is a challenge, but it's a good challenge. I like, okay. I, I like that. Yeah. Well, you did write or you co-wrote the the theme song for the Parks and Rec show. How did that yeah. come about? <laughs> but that was that was a little easier because it was instrumental, you know, yeah. lyrics, and only thirty seconds. So I was like, okay, that, that's, that's doable. That's not do that. <laughs> that doesn't sound that hard. But um, that came about. I mean, this was like, oh my God. 12 years ago oh mm -hmm. yeah 2000 2009 um 13 years ago. oh my god time flies anyways um I remember I got an email saying that oh we're looking for for a song for this new show um and it's an email that they sent out to a bunch of different composers and songwriters and um I think it was like 200 or something of, of that that went out 
And so I, I remember sitting there with my guitar and thinking like, ah, you know what, I'm going to give it a whirl. Like, I mm -hmm. knew deep down in my heart that I was not going to get it. But I was like, well, you know, just for fun, like, I'll just give it a try. And so I, I, I um, came up with the idea of just with my acoustic guitar. But I was reading the the description and the reference that they sent of, you know, they sent different references of different songs. And it sounded like they, they were looking for something a little more orchestral. And so I I contacted my friend Vincent Jones, who's an incredible uh, keyboard player. And I went over to his place and I showed him my idea. Um, and then he just kind of like went to town with all the orchestral elements and and uh and then we finished it together and we sent it in and never expected in a million years that we would get it it was really, wow really a, a huge surprise when we got the call and said oh yeah by the way you guys got it <laughs> so <laughs> what so like when you're surfing channels if that's if that show comes <laughs> on you just sit and sit through it and watch it or at least the I beginning? watch it because i am to honest to God, like one of my favorite shows, like even if I hadn't, even if I hadn't gotten the theme song, I would still <laughs> tell you the same thing. I love that show so much. Oh, I watched it. I watched every episode when it came out and, and I, and when it's on, I'll watch it. I'll keep watching when I'm on the plane. Like if it's on, like I'll, I'll watch it and then, you know, and then I'll finish it. And then I'm seeing the credits roll and I see my name and I was like, what is life? You know, like, what is this? <laughs> just, That's so awesome. Yeah. So fun. And you're also, uh, are part of this Disney show as well, right? So you sang the. So the Elena of Avalor, yeah, I sang, uh, the theme, the theme song. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not my song. I just, I just sing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm still so honored to, to have been asked to do that because I'm, I'm a true Disney, Disney kid at heart. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really fun. To do that wow. and i was also asked to to voice a character in the show so that was the first time that i got to do that so that was that was really cool do you think you might do more of that that voiceover i mean if i get if i get called i'll <laughs> do it forever yes <laughs> okay it was fun then oh yeah oh good <laughs> um and then have you been you've been touring a lot lately or what's what, what have you been doing lately? Yeah, yeah. I just got back a week ago. I was on tour for six weeks. I was in Europe. Mm -hmm. Really, really um extensive European tour. It was really fun. I got to go to Paris, London, Madrid, Barcelona, a bunch of different cities in Germany, Switzerland, Austria, even Slovenia, Ireland. Oh my god, it was amazing. Really, oh. really fun. Yeah. What was your favorite spot? Ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, Sorry. they were all so different and fun, but ah, I gotta say Paris was really amazing and London too, just because I hadn't played those two cities uh, in like, I don't know, eight years or something. Yeah. It had been a while, yeah. So it was amazing to go back there. Wow. Yeah. Well, from, from Paris and London to Livermore. So we're looking forward to that. <laughs> Me <laughs> too uh it, what should we expect like what the people that are going to come to this performance what what are you planning well um for sure going to be playing a bunch of songs from my new album that mm -hmm. just came out this year back in april it's called allegoria and songs like till waking light are are on this album um it's a great album thank you wonderful job thanks so much um and also i'll be so, doing some songs from previous albums 
-hmm. as well as some covers like quizás quizás you know like yeah. songs that i that are just now part of my repertoire i always yeah. do those songs um yeah it'll be fun i'm bringing my band you know we were a quartet with drums bass and uh and a guitar player my dear friend david garza who's an amazing amazing guitar player um and then on drums sebastian imans mm -hmm. and bass Kimon kirk they're all okay. incredible musicians and so lucky to get to well we're really looking forward to it um my my last question i, I love to ask uh people what they're listening to right now is there any anything that's kind of got a good rotation on your uh your ipod or whatever oh man i'm always listening to um lee hazelwood yeah who's an incredible um singer songwriter from the 1960s mm -hmm. and and also harry nielsen like okay i i love i love them and that's something that's just constantly <laughs> like All i'm right. constantly going back to, to that to those guys yeah well, well, as well you. as like nina simone and ella fitzgerald and that stuff. yeah well you have some of that in you i i can hear it so thank you <laughs> uh, no it's like i said i'm really looking forward to it we have this great space uh the acoustics are are really wonderful for uh for someone like you i think you're going to really enjoy it oh man i can't um, can't wait great yeah it'll be my last show of the year too well, well-deserved rest afterwards, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I want to say thank you again, uh, Gabby Moreno, for joining us. And uh, she'll be with us at the Bankhead Theater on Friday, December 2nd at 8 p.m. Uh, you can get tickets online at livermorearts.org. And uh, come out and enjoy the show. It's going to be a great one. I will be there, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. So thank you very much for your time, Gabby. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. See you